0: I wasn't a guy when I was coaching to say, I want to get out and I want to be a broadcaster. Hello everyone,
1: Dick Stockton with John Madden. I'm Ben Scully along with John
0: Madden. But I knew after I did the first couple games that that's what I wanted to do. This is it. It's
2: been a great ride. And speaking of great rides, I was lucky enough to be carried off the field after we won Super Bowl 11. Today feels like the second time in my life that I'm being carried off the shoulders of others. Yet instead of off the field, it's into the Hall of Fame. And instead of five or six guys today, I ride in the shoulders of hundreds of friends. And I just say this, I thank you all very much. And this has been the sweetest ride of them all.
3: I just crushed my dreams.
2: Boom, sadness, that's the one.
0: Not my best transition.
3: Yeah, it sounded fine.
2: Did
3: you know John Gruden got drafted in the 21st round? Yeah. The classic 21st round draft pick. <laughs> Man,
0: David Lee Roth.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, brutal.
0: This is literally like he, Sandy Hagar owns a line of like restaurants called Cabo Wabo Cantina. The name of this song is Cabo Wabo. Come on. Why would you think I would know I, any of I, that? I, I know. Did he even say Cabo in any of these lyrics? Well, you know, it takes him a while to get to the lyrics. I'm aware. Say. I'm impressed we got lyrics to start.
2: Do you think, uh, given how much he loved Madden, uh, grew up around him, uh, that he hired, Mark Davis hired Gruden with the idea he'd be another one in terms of a guy who won a Super Bowl, kind of charismatic, kind of a a guy who's had this personality, I mean, not a hundred percent, but is there any truth? Do you think the idea that he thought he could be another Madden? Probably.
3: I also think it was in, in what Mark Davis's adult life. The only success the Raiders had was under John. Girden, yeah, John right? So I think some of that was, well, we've been bad for almost two decades. When was the last time we were good? Hey, oh, that he guy was the was coach. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Well, I can hire him. He's, Working Monday night football. I can certainly get him. But yeah, I mean I think there's some of the some of the similarities between yeah, John Gruden can be my John Madden. He can right. win me a Super Bowl if I give him full control or everything. Yeah. Possible.
2: Okay. Does John Madden have any kids? Oh, sure. They were okay. uh they were in the documentary um All Madden on Christmas Day. No, I didn't watch that. Come on. <laughs> okay. Wait a minute. No, that wasn't that was your you were mad at Christmas Eve, not Christmas Day. You're yeah, mad, you're mad at Christmas Eve. Yeah, I was watching an actual
3: NFL game on Christmas Day. He, he was, was happy. happy. Come on, we're not watching John Madden documentaries. Be ridiculous. Oh well. All right. He has multiple kids. Where are they? Why don't Why don't they, they hire they, Why don't they, they, they hire were, those guys? They were in the documentary. we're at hire them?
0: Bring them <laughs> on his well, coach. Man, I mean, I have to assume they've got the video game money, and they're yes. like, then they're fine. They, well, I'm a p- amateur skier.
2: Exactly. I like to snowboard.
3: Deuce Gruden and John Madden's kids can coach the Raiders.
2: Better than Rich Versace?
3: Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes.
2: 100%. Well, the Deuce would have someone to talk to at night. What? Would. would be after it, a- After that guy talked to Carr. Hey, Deuce, hold on a second. All right. You're next.
3: The Jags are if you're... interviewing coaches. They're interviewing assistant coaches. New NFL rule. If you have a head coaching vacancy, you can interview coaches starting this week. So they have interviewed or they've requested to interview both Tampa Bay offensive and defensive coordinators, Byron Leftwich and Todd Bowles, the Packers offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett. They're also interviewing some former head coaches that are not currently working as well. Uh, Jeremy Fowler tweeted yesterday, the Raiders are not expected to interview any assistant coaches this week. We've talked about it and the idea that, oh, they still got a playoff hope. But do you think they're making a mistake not interviewing somebody this week?
2: A mistake, yes, but I go back to what you and I talked about, like you just said, that they don't want it to appear that they're thinking about anything other than making the playoffs. But I do think they should get on this. And when you have an opportunity, that's what the rule was for. That's why the rule was changed, so you can start the process earlier than the end of the season. And maybe, you know, again, I saw a list yesterday. I don't know how credible it was, but Bowles was on that list. For guys that the Raiders would like to interview, but you know the Jags might take him before. Yeah, I don't look. I don't know if Bowles is number one in their mind, the Raiders, and that's who he wants. I have no idea. But if he is, and you know he's being interviewed by the Jags, and you're really interested in him, then you better step up yeah. and interview him.
3: Yeah, like I, if you're Mark Davis, I assume he has some idea in mind of who he would want to hire. Right, I would hope. Like I now. even if he, even if they're not interviewing people, I would assume he has some idea of, hey, these four or five people, I'd, yeah. I'd be interested in hiring. Yeah, if you see the Jags are interviewing one of them, you're looking around and saying, oh, like I'm not, I'm gonna miss, I could miss out on the coach I want because I'm focused on the playoffs, whatever the hell he's doing. But let me ask you from the other perspective: if you are any of these coaches, what's a better job? Would you rather take the Jags job or the Raiders job?
2: I know my I, answer. I would take the Raiders job. I'd rather take the Jags.
3: I think in either scenario, you're working for a bad owner.
2: Yeah, but I think in one scenario, you might be working for an owner who doesn't meddle as much.
3: Yes. Um, the other curious question on this, which quarterback situation would you rather inherit? Oh, that's Trevor why Lawrence, I want the Jags. Who? Has not been good this year, but no, you still but have he's, Trevor Lawrence no, a on a rookie, rookie contract. Or... Huge upside. Derek Carr, who's a proven good NFL quarterback, but only has one year left, so either you're extending him or you're letting him go and rebuilding. Like, which quarterback okay. situation is better to I take I will over?
0: say with the owners, though, I think Shad Khan would at least be like, all right, we're going, we're tanking? That's fine. We're... Every year with the Raiders, it's like let's try to win. Is like, hey, we may not make the playoffs, but let's get those eight wins so that way our draft position is ultra crappy, number fourteen. Okay, I'm
2: going to go back. What do you say a lot because I do? I would take Lawrence. He has much more upside. I think at this point, you know what you have in Derek Carr. They've been in one playoffs. Not not his fault. He got hurt, and I'm not saying it's all Derek Carr's fault because I do think he's one of those. You know what we say, top. 13, 12 quarterbacks, which is a really good quarterback. Not great, like Rodgers and people like that. But it's been eight years, and they've had one playoff game. So I think the upside of Trevor Lawrence would make you want him a lot more than Derek Carr. Nothing against Derek Carr, but I'd probably take the younger guy who, for all we know, is going to reach the heights of what everyone thought he was going to reach when they they got taken number one.
3: I would rather work for Mark Davis than for Khan, but I would rather have the Trevor Lawrence situation than the Derek Carr situation because... Rookie quarterback or a quarterback on a rookie deal can be the most valuable asset in the entire sport. And if Trevor Lawrence is going to be a good quarterback, again, he has not been good this year. But if Trevor Lawrence is going to be a good quarterback, you're going to have a four-year window there where you can build a really good roster Mm -hmm. around a cheap quarterback if you get good quarterback play out of Trevor Lawrence. So that, to me, is more appealing than hey Derek Carr has one year left like 20 million dollars and we know what he can do Uh, do you extend him do you not extend him do you rebuild do you not rebuild for the Jags you're I mean you're rebuilding but you're also hey you've got you've got the quarterback on a rookie deal which by the way unbelievable job by the Jags to have the number one overall pick to take Trevor Lawrence and then just completely throw away a season (laughs) completely waste a season of Trevor Lawrence on his rookie contract. I mean,
0: they also didn't they also take uh, his running back who immediately promptly got hurt. What? Oh, no, Travis Etienne.
3: Oh, yeah. they drafted one. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and that's that's another way they lit it on fire Correct. was by drafting a running back in the first round.
0: But just I mean, <laughs> just literally, you have two shots at the first round. You get the generational quarterback, well, the supposed generational quarterback, and then you're like, all right, well, this other pick, we don't let's do something stupid. Yeah. But like every
2: team
3: good. every team in the NFL is searching for hey how do we find great quarterback play for a cheap value right like that's the that if you can hit that you're in a great spot like that's a big reason why the Seahawks won the Super Bowl it's a big reason why the Ravens were able to build a great team around Lamar Jackson because when they're on that rookie contract you can have a really good roster and one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the league and the Jags just lit a year on fire. Just decided, yep, Urban Meyer, just burn this whole thing down. Just waste this entire thing away. We have no interest in making Trevor Lawrence Put your fingers work out. where they
0: don't belong. Oh, boy. Oh, so,
3: like, I cannot believe how poorly they ruined this first year. Like, they, that's as bad of a job as you can do of handling a first overall pick. Like, you take Trevor Lawrence and then just everything after that, disaster.
2: And to your point about the money, uh, you know, we had a guest on earlier who said earlier this month who said he's looking at $40 million. $40 million for yeah. a guy who has one playoff game where he didn't get a play, not his fault, uh, is a heck of a lot of money. It is. Yeah. I mean, that's – and I just don't think – again, it's not all his fault. I get that. But I just don't think he's proven himself in eight years to be the guy. I mean, can you say he can win a Super Bowl? I don't know. Not
3: if he's making forty million dollars because the rest no, because of the No, because
2: who's gonna be around him at that yeah, point.
3: Yeah. Um you can you can win with the, he's good enough that you can win with if the rest of the roster is also solid. Um but he here's what what Derek Carr has proven is that he's not gonna be the quarterback that you win because of. Like we've we've learned that from Derek Carr over his career. You're not winning a Super Bowl because of Derek Carr. Hell, you're not winning the division. You're not you're scraping by to get to the playoffs because of Derek. like that's what he is you have to have a good team around him he's not taking no name wide receivers and making them awesome right. he's got to have good receivers right he's not winning if your defense isn't a you know top half defense or something like that so it's tough to pay that guy 40 million dollars mm-hmm. he's again whatever the 10th best quarterback in football right he's going to get a new contract it's not to say he's not worth 40 million dollars but if i'm building a roster I don't think I can put together a winning roster if Derek by paying Carr's him $40 million. 40 million dollars. Right. Because he's not going to make the holes on the roster right. better. Because we've seen that for years. We've seen it this year with the offense. They can't break 20 points because they don't have a run game and they don't have great receivers. If Derek and, they Carr, lose,
2: and they lose one tight end, and it's right. a disaster. Right.
3: If Derek as good as he is, was a top-five quarterback, not that the offense would be top in the league given the rest of the positions, but they'd be scoring more than 17 points right. a game like they have recently. Let me ask you this because there are other coaches in the hot seat. Mike Zimmer in Minnesota, Matt Nagy in Chicago, Vic Fangio in Denver. Raiders better than those three jobs or Raiders worse than those three jobs?
2: Oh. It's a great question.
3: Chicago's interesting if you believe in Justin Fields. If you believe in Fields, I think that's the most uh, appealing of those three because you are getting rookie quarterback who could be Really good. We had Charles. McDonald yeah. And you know what yesterday. you have in
2: those other two in quarterbacks.
3: Right. Uh, if you're Denver, mm. can you, can you, can you get one of the bigger names? I mean, right? the
2: Raiders have to be better job. They never lose the day. <laughs> they don't.
3: Well, they don't never <laughs> lose to Vic Fangio. If Vic Fangio has <laughs> gone, it might be a better job. <laughs> but like if Denver could figure out the quarterback position, Denver's better is a better job than the Raiders. Minnesota is it's it feels like the same job as the Raiders, right? You're in a division with a dominant team and a dominant quarterback. You are going to hover around right. 500. Kirk Cousins and Derek Carr, the same exactly. guy. Like it feels like the same job as yeah. the Raiders. So I'll take the one in Vegas rather than the one in Minnesota. I guess would be my answer to that one. But it's it's it'll be interesting to see if we because the Raiders are effectively waiting till the end of the year. They're not getting a head start here. If there's five job openings this year, the Raiders are they the best? Are they the second best? I think it's it's fair to say they might end up being the third, third or best fourth job that's available if those five were to come over. I would say it's better than the Jacks job because who? Wants I think to
2: it's work? better
0: than the Jags job. Who wants to live in? Jacksonville? I would rather I would rather work for Mark Davis. Yeah, and who wants to live in Jacksonville? I just I, I want expectations so low, especially if I'm a like. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're shooting five for. wins. Look at me. <laughs> I'm just saying that like I would go into the first season, even with Trevor Lawrence and we'd be like, we're tanking. We are going to get a, like a all-star we edge are, rusher. We are not winning. <laughs> we are going to get, yeah, we're going into this with like, hey, they should get one this year. That's a, okay. Thibodeau yes. or. Um,
3: hutchinson from michigan they,
0: those are yep. probably the
3: first two picks in the draft okay as of now so. then,
0: then i would be like okay now i feel safe let's go build this thing yeah, but go. no i
3: get one and travis Etienne will be healthy next yeah. year jared
0: he's yeah. gonna run for 1200 yards is frank gore available i thought we could get him
3: for cheap He got thrown out of the ring by Daron williams i think it's over for him coming up next how do the raiders make the playoffs
2: Bischoff's Briefs. I never realized baseball had so much butt touching.
1: Bischoff's
0: Briefs. That's how they communicate.
2: Bischoff's Briefs.
0: It's like Braille, but with butts. Bischoff's Briefs.
3: Read my butt! All right. The Raiders can make the playoffs. We got two weeks left in the season. They're still alive. They still got some hope uh, in the AFC playoff picture. Um, we know there are two absolutes for the Raiders. If they win their last two games, they are in the playoffs. If they lose their last two games, they are out of the playoffs. Those are two absolutes. Nothing changes that winning in losing out. The fun part is what happens if they go one and one, because that is the most likely outcome here. They're going to be in two games and more likely than not, they'll go one and one and not. Oh, and two. The AFC playoff picture. One team's already in Kansas city. Seven teams control their own destiny for that last spot, including the Raiders. You also have Baltimore, the chargers, Cleveland, Pittsburgh. uh, No, excuse me. Those are all the teams that are out, but seven teams control their destiny. Baltimore, the chargers, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, and Denver do not control their own destiny. Those teams could still make it, but need some help. So, in the AFC if the Raiders go one and one everything from here on out is if the Raiders go one and one right okay. two AFC teams already have 10 plus wins Kansas City and Tennessee so if the Raiders go one and one they cannot catch Kansas City or Tennessee
0: David Lee Roth I love how now you don't even listen Nail it. Until I know this song
3: I've heard this song. I shouldn't say I know it, but I've definitely heard this one before. Still not singing. Okay. All right. I thought it was coming there. All right. Two teams (laughs) in the AFC already have 10 wins. So if the Raiders go nine and eight, they can't catch Kansas City. They can't catch Tennessee. The Colts and the Patriots both already have nine wins and both play the Jacks.
2: So I know
3: we shouldn't make assumptions, Houston Chargers. I'm making the assumption here that the Colts and the Patriots are both going to beat the Jags and, and those would ten. both be 10 win teams right. and the Raiders cannot catch right. them. So that's four spots. The Raiders can't catch the bills have nine wins. They play Atlanta and the Jets 10 wins. I feel pretty confident they're winning at least one of those, if not both. And a 9-8 and Raiders team cannot catch them. So that's five teams. There's seven playoff spots. That leaves you two spots left. The problem is, all those teams I just listed, none of them are AFC North teams. The AFC North has to get one team in the playoffs. The division winner of the AFC North will get in. Cincinnati's 9-6. and They play Kansas City and Cleveland. They could certainly lose those two games. But uh, Cincinnati's in a situation, they win either one of those games, they win the AFC North. Most likely Cincinnati is going to win the AFC North. However, if they lose both, all three, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, and Baltimore, could all three still win the division?
2: Well, someone's going to win it, though. So but there's someone's going to
3: win it, and that's six teams that are in the playoffs right. ahead of a nine and eight Raiders team. That leaves one spot left. Now, if there are two teams that end up tied for that final spot, the Raiders are probably in really good shape because they have head-to-head tiebreakers against the Dolphins. The Ravens, the Browns, and the Broncos, right? That's a good number there. Like Again, that's only if you're head-to-head. And they would only lose to Cincinnati. The Chargers are still to be determined because they still play the Chargers at the end of the year. If they lose that game, obviously they lose a tiebreaker to the Chargers. So, a 9-8 and Raiders team, according to 538, if they beat the Colts but lose to the Chargers... They have a 7% chance to make the playoffs. If you flip that and they beat the Colts, or excuse me, beat the Chargers, but lose to the Colts, it goes up to 15%. So the more important game there is the Chargers. Chargers. And that's, again, a lot because that Colts team is going to play the Jacksonville Jags. Right. And they're going to get to 10 wins. They're going to win, and the Raiders can't catch them. A 9-8 and eight Raiders team can't catch them. So if the Raiders are to beat the Colts, and lose to the Chargers, they're going to need a lot of help, and they're going to need help from bad teams. Because what they're going to need is some combination of the Jags beating the Patriots, the Jags beating the Colts, or the Jets and Falcons beating the Bills. They're going to need one of those scenarios to happen for the Raiders to get in if they lose to the Chargers while beating the Colts. Now, if it's the other way around, they don't need nearly as much help But they will need one of those things to happen. So ultimately, if the Raiders go nine and eight, they're going to need some help from a bad team like the Jags or the Falcons or the Jets. Right. That's if that's basically the end of the story. There is they're going to need some upsets if they go nine and eight. They're out more likely than not if they go nine and eight. They go they get to ten, they're in. They get eight, they're out for sure. But nine and eight, it's very very difficult simply because there are going to be. More likely, six teams that are ahead of them, and it's going to come down to at nine and eight. Then you start talking about who else is nine and eight. If it's three teams, four teams, now you're talking about a three-team tiebreaker or a four-team tiebreaker. Some they lose, some they win, depending on what teams are in there. So, moral of the story: don't go when nine. Out. Don't go nine and eight. Right. Moral win of the, the story: win the next. Two. Win the next two, and the Raiders be ten are in and seven, playoffs. and you're in. Yes, guaranteed to be in at ten and seven. They go in 10 and
2: seven. I don't think so. I don't either. I don't think so.
3: You got to go to Indy this week and then play the Chargers at home. Yeah. You're going to be underdogs in both. Um, I, I could see them winning both games, either one. Like, it's not like either team is so good. The Raiders <laughs> can't beat them. But given what we've seen from the offense, the last two weeks, I don't think they're keeping right. up with either of these teams. Now I will say the Raiders defensively were excellent against the run against Denver. Right. Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon had had Melvin Gordon had like negative yards in the game. Excellent. Jonathan Taylor is a lot different, but the Colts offensive line is still all five starters are COVID unknown. If they're playing three have COVID one has an actual injury is on the injury list and one missed last game because of personal reasons. The Colts could be go into that game without five offensive linemen and the Raiders defensive line is was really good last week. Not saying they're gonna stop Jonathan Taylor, but they might slow the Colts' running game down enough to where they're in the game late and hey, Derek Carr made a play or Carson Wentz didn't make a play, and you win it. Yeah. 17 to 14 again or 21 to 20 or something like that. So it's certainly I you can see them winning one, but I think it's most likely this team's going one and one, nine and eight, and they miss the playoffs on a tiebreaker.
0: I'm genuinely like I, I can see it. If they upset the Colts and then they play the Chargers. Derek Carr stays in the pocket for too long instead of throwing the ball away and just takes numerous hit after hit after hit because he doesn't fold under pressure and then gets hurt. And if they make the playoffs. Marcus Mariota is your starter. It's better than Connor Cook.
2: Well, I was going to say, Connor. <laughs> Marcus Mariota plays the Connor Cook role. I mean, role.
3: I'm better than Connor Cook. You know what I need mean to look? There's got to be a way that Chargers Raiders is a play in game, right?
2: Ooh. Well, the Chargers. Chargers need help, right? No matter what.
3: Yeah, the, if the Chargers win out, they're not guaranteed to be in. They need right. somebody right. else they need help. to lose. Now, it could be as simple as the Raiders losing to the Colts and that could be all the help they need. But the Chargers need a little bit of help if they win. If they win out, they're like 80 something percent right. to get in, but it's not guaranteed like the Raiders. But I'm but like I got to I'd have to look. If the results fall right this week, we could have play-in game, Raiders oh, yeah. and Chargers in week 18, which would which be great. just
2: getting flexed to 5-15. Yeah. There could be. Oh, there's God. another one that could happen. Um, oh, you know it's getting flexed.
3: There's another. It's uh, the Bengals play the Browns in Week 18, and I think if the, if the Bengals lose this week to the Chiefs and the Browns beat the Steelers, I think that's a winner wins the division game. Okay. So that would that that's got a good chance to be flexed yeah. if
2: if yeah the results happen. Raiders right are, Raiders week. can get flexed to Saturday at one, Saturday at five fifteen, or Sunday to five fifteen.
0: How are the Steelers still in the hunt? I don't oh, know because oh they're no. bad, but they can they win. They
2: stink. Yeah.
0: Well, they did, can win the division. Did, did 538 do anything?
3: <laughs> like they were like, they can win the division. They can't, yes. Every everyone in the AFC North can still win the division with two games to go. Imagine it's terrific. being,
0: yeah, like you God, the, imagine Bengals having to come... lose,
3: the Bengals have to lose both games. The uh and the Steelers have to win both games, and they play Cleveland and I believe Baltimore. And if that happens, they win the division.
2: I
0: hate that division. <laughs> <laughs> that in the NFC East are the two divisions that I yeah. would just like punt into the ocean.
2: They're home to the Browns and they're at the Ravens. Yeah,
3: and I think that I think that's it. If the Bengals <laughs> lose out against Kansas City and Cleveland, and they if the could. Steelers win out, I believe that means the Steelers win that division. God, I hope they. I'm kind of hoping they do, because they would be in that scenario nine seven and one. Which Richard- sincey would be nine and eight. That
0: that tie counts as a half It a does. win.
3: It does. They tied oh, the Lions, God. and that would be the reason they won is because they tied the Lions and didn't lose the Lions. Great job by Mike Tomlin <laughs> to not lose that game. You play to not lose the game, Jared. How long have we been saying it? Coming up next, John Sicenti from the Las Vegas Bowl.
2: There's the fridge. I saw him out here earlier, and he was just in a T-shirt. You know, he's getting that weight down. And I've always noticed when a guy gets his weight down, he starts wearing a lot of T-shirts. <laughs> you have your
0: weight up there you wear a lot of coats and stuff over you i think his weight's going down yeah i do i think that seven and a two is getting closer to the middle of his body now
2: we are back to the press box morning show with ed granny and tyler bischoff be part of the conversation on the finley kia text line at six nine one eight seven finley kia come see
3: a kia on west sahara we do not have john
2: sesenti come on johnny Executive Director Las Vegas Bowl. Do you think he knows anything about Van Halen? I think he might know something about Van Halen.
3: We're about 10 minutes away from giving away tickets to go see David Lee Roth. I got a guess here if this is Sammy Hagar or David Lee Roth. Ed, do you know all of these? Not all of them. Oh, some of them. Some of them. Not all of them.
0: Just letting it play.
3: I'm supposed to guess who the singer is, and none of these songs have lyrics in the first 45 seconds. This is Sammy Hagar. Up to nine. We will take caller number nine in about 10 minutes to win tickets to go All see right, David Lee gonna Roth. I'm going to try to get John on the phone. Okay. Um, I have a question, Ed. Do you think your show alone <laughs> would be better with John Madden as a commentator?
2: Yes. Oh my God. When they're trying to kill boars (laughs) and he starts talking about the boars and they're trying to kill deer and they're trying to fish and they keep missing the fish. The guy's building the boat. He could explain as the guy constructs the boat, how he's doing it. It would be fantastic. That'd be fantastic. Is there like a host of the show? No, no. They, what they do is they, uh, they say, okay, they, there's a aerial shot from wherever they're going to shoot and they go, John, and they bring the camera in into the woods and there's John. And then you see a little of John to see what he's doing. They the aerial out and they go Mike and they bring the camera into Mike. And they're at different parts of this, you know, this these wooded, horrible areas. It's beautiful though. It's I mean it's gorgeous scenery. That's what they all say. And then they go in and try to find food, and it's not so beautiful. (laughs) First they do temporary. When they first get there, they'll do temporary shelter. I've got to hand it to some of these people, man. I'm telling you. Guys and gals, they'll literally build like a a mini log cabin. I mean, they're cutting down trees. They're shaping them. They're building log cabins. It's amazing what they do. They build beds, boats. I mean, like I said, I would be waving the boat back two seconds after it left. There's no chance. Well,
3: you can't take a Game Boy, so what else you got to do with your day besides build a log cabin? Okay. Could you right now build a log cabin? No. You kidding me?
2: (laughs) My
3: arms would be tired after about <laughs> two swings I into a tree.
2: I've you saw on the first tree like I'll just stay with my temporary housing which is just a tarp. <laughs> like the temporary housing is not as good but it's just I a tarp. I found
3: a big log I'm going to put in the middle of the tarp and it's going to look like a tent. That'll be the extent of of my uh house building on the show alone. Like yeah, they're building cabins? Like they got
2: multiple logs stacked on top of each other? Yes. Oh, no. That's impressive. It's is it like really Lincoln impressive. log style. Lincoln Log style, absolutely, yes. Awesome. Now, obviously, and a lot of them talk about the training before they go. They do a lot of this stuff to train, to learn. I mean, if they don't already know, like I said, the the contestants from Alaska, this is how they live. <laughs> the one guy said, this will be easy for me because last year is- I just went out in the wilderness and spent like 50 days alone. <laughs> so he goes, what's, he goes, what's 30? You know, so now in that instance, though, in the 50, I bet he was able to bring his own food. This you got to hunt. You gotta, go gotta hunt. You gotta hunt, you gotta fish.
3: Right. How's our sleeveless guy doing? He's still in it? Sleeveless guy swam oh, so across. The, the,
2: only, the only one out is the guy, the poor guy who thought he was right. having a heart attack.
3: I'm cheering for sleeveless guy now. Are you? I mean, he swam across a frozen lake without any With no clothes. purpose. Yeah. yeah, took the like, shirt off. Which I think, think is what on. you're supposed to do, right? Because otherwise your clothes will freeze. Yeah, my, I'm, I'm. No, I'm not I mean, going to pretend to be a survivalist. No, but I
2: feel but like that's the when right you go. I, when you go back, if you had kept your clothes on, even the fire wouldn't have probably helped you because yeah. it was still uh, freezing outside.
0: The yeah, I mean, genuinely, there's a level of Neanderthalism to it that's like maybe <laughs> this guy can win. How much weight are you putting on before you do this? Oh,
2: twenty extra. People so lose, just me? People people, yeah, just my normal. No, people lose. I mean. In the first week, they're losing ten pounds. Yeah. I mean, and that's what we say every time. Like we do, like your Survivor, when we see the first couple episodes and see the ten people, we will pick who we think is going to win, and a lot of it has to do with their body type. Because, <laughs> Who's it, the fatty? I mean, there's there's a and there's women on there are terrific. Some are survivalists by nature, but again, they're like one hundred and fifteen pounds. And if you can't find food and you're only eating berries and ants, guy last night was excited about the ants. Because I guess it adds some type of protein. He goes, I really wish I could just have thousands of these. He goes, but they're crawling around the wood, and I can't get enough of them. How many women have won? Uh, one, I'm not sure. There's usually an average of three. There's usually an average of at least three of the ten people are women. Is uh, is Teresa going to win this year? Uh, Tyler no, like is Teresa. Googling. I like Teresa. Um, I think, God, I forgot his name, but I think the guy from Alaska is winning. Tim? Matt? Clay? Clay. Clay Hayes. I think Clay's going to win. All right. Hey, Clay, Clay sh- Baker. <laughs> wait. Clay Hayes is from Florida. Well, who's who's give me the name from Alaska?
3: Oh boy. This is going to take a minute. No, it's only 10 people. Matt's from the US
0: Virgin Islands. No, I don't think he's one. Coulter. The from Alaska? Hobbit Hole Alaska. That okay. sounds right. Yeah, no. Wins. Just name just, just on name yeah. alone. That's an Alaskan boy. Cause... I just
2: take the Alaska guy because they seem to be again. He was sitting there and he couldn't catch fish. He's like, you know, fish are probably out deeper. Let me just build a boat. And like within, (laughs) when they came back to him like ten minutes later, obviously a day had passed. You don't see everything they do. He had built a boat. He goes, you know, I'd never done this before, but I think I can figure this out. And he had built like this rowboat with the tarp in it. And he took it out and it was absolutely perfect. He built. He he took down the tree, sawed out his oar, perfect oar. You know, sawed it down and made it smooth and everything. Perfect oar. And now we've seen scenes from future episodes where, like, next time on Alone, he's, like, in the middle of this lake, which, as he said, if he falls in, it could be over with hypothermia. I don't know if he's going to get back in. But he. there's one scene where he's just pulling fish into the boat. I mean, so I'm like, <laughs> this guy's winning. I mean, he's like, <laughs> everyone else is fishing from the shore. It's windy as heck, which is horrible for the fishing. And this guy takes the boat out literally in the middle of the lake, and he's pulling fish in. He's safe from the bears. And safe and the water. Can oh, bears swim? Oh, bears yeah. are in the water. In fact, in that's fact, how they
0: catch fish.
2: Well, yeah, one of the women last night was 500 feet, and she looked up in the water, and the bear is staring at her because <laughs> the bear is fishing.
3: <laughs> I'm just saying. I thought bears just stood on the side of the waterfall and swung their big paw at the salmon that were jumping up. That's how they all eat. So
2: Ed, who do is you this? want to take John Sassenti in the last one?
3: Is he, is he good to go? He he didn't pick up. He the, says, I'm uh, really
2: sorry. I was on the phone.
0: Well, oh, boy. Is the Las Vegas Bowl getting we, canceled. We, we need. Oh, God.
2: I'll say, what about now? This is a good. Yeah, well, I mean, but we right. only have
0: him for like three minutes. All right, here we go. Well, this what about, is David Lee Roth. That is. Where's my ding?
1: There
3: hey, all right. We are up to caller number nine. Wow. We're doing it right now 702 364 1100. You are going to win a pair of tickets to go see David Lee Roth rocks Vegas at the House of Blues on Saturday, January 1st. A pair of tickets to go see David Lee Roth at the House of Blues on January 1st. 702-364-1100. We will take caller number 9 at 702-364-1100.
1: We don't have enough time. I've experienced 15 years of Hall of Fame caliber play as it pertains to Ben. My focus and his focus this week is this game and preparing for this game and performing well in this game. I'm sure there'll be an appropriate time in the future where I'll get an opportunity to sing his praises and I will gladly do so. It just doesn't feel like the appropriate time as we zero in on this opportunity that is Monday Night Football this week.
0: You're locked in the press box. Joining us now... From the
3: Las Vegas Bowl, John Sicenti. Good morning, John. Hello, Jonathan.
0: Good
1: morning, fellas. How are you doing today? Good.
3: I I have a. I mean, I, I think it's an important question and a, probably a fair question. Is the Las Vegas Bowl still happening as of 9:50 a.m. today?
1: We are good to go, okay. man. We are, we are we are charging forward. Um, we've 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 put some good protocols in place. We've been, you know, we've been very very mindful of of the players' health and safety. We. It has been exhausting because uh, we've we spent months planning some of these events and planning some of the things that we do and turn everything over in a matter of a couple of days and completely change everything we're doing to make sure that we were, you know, respectful of everybody and accommodating and kept everybody safe. It's been a little, it's a bit, been a tiring couple of days, but... It's been good. It's been good. The, the, the players and the coaches have been, um, isolated from each other and, uh, everybody's in good shape and we're moving forward.
2: I mean, you have to, cause as a, you've done this a really long time, John, you have to feel for guys as you look across the country that do what you do and to no fault of their own, they're canceling these games.
1: Yeah. I'll tell you what, one, of, one of my closest friends in, in this business is, uh, Mark Neville, who's the executive director of the holiday bowl. And I talked to him three times yesterday and, uh, it, it, i felt so bad for him I, I just sent him a note that i was thinking about him and uh the 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 range of emotions that he had he he the, the first phone call he called me he was cursing and screaming he was so mad <laughs> the second phone call he called me he was basically crying and sobbing and then the third one late at night i think he might have had a cocktail or two he was actually he was actually laughing about it and uh And, 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 and telling me he actually, he had had their board president on telling me that I was not welcome back in, uh, in San Diego anymore. Because if you remember, we, we passed on UCLA and took ASU for our game. (laughs) So I'm not a very popular person in San Diego these days.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, I gotta ask, like when you see that unfold and I'm more curious about the communication part here, because NC state basically said yesterday, they had no idea that UCLA had more COVID issues until they were told the game was not gonna be played like four or five hours before it was gonna be played, like is that is that just a breakdown of communication between the teams or something right
1: there? yeah, i that 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 I don't know what happened there, but I'll tell you what you, if if you have an issue and you identify an issue uh within a couple days. Uh, you know, you've got to let everybody know. You've got to be respectful of everybody. You've got to let the bowl know. you got to let the conference know. you got to let your opponent know and 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 navigate it. And I understand that sometimes decisions are made at the very last minute, but you you've got to give everybody kind of a heads up, and nobody saw that coming. Uh, and so I, I, it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out and unfolds. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of money that gets wrapped up into – the planning and the execution of the game. You had one team that's out there that spent a lot of money to get out there and to be out there and probably wants, you know, uh, their payout because they were there. Um, so it's going to be really interesting to see how this thing unfolds. And I, I don't want to be them right now.
2: All right. Take us to your bowl. The crowd you expect, what do you think is going to happen?
1: Uh well, I think we're going to get a good game. Both of these teams are committed. They're fired up. They're ready to play each other. Um, it, it's going to be interesting. I, I'll tell you, you know, we, we did see uh, a little bit of a, a, a slow move with regards to the fan travel into town. For obvious reasons, you, you have issues with flights. You have issues with weather. You have issues with people not wanting to travel during what's going on. Uh, but I'll tell you, surprisingly, um, we've gotten a great response from the local people, the local people that either were going to go out of town or we're going to go somewhere that aren't going. They want to come here now. So it'll be interesting. I don't want to put my finger on a specific number because I, I just don't know what's going to show up. And I don't want Granny writing a story about I gave him this number and <laughs> it was half of that in the, in the paper.
2: Yeah, it's you know, a shame.
1: He's always coming at me. So I got to be careful.
2: <laughs> well, you don't pick up your phone on time. Why wouldn't I?
0: <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, yeah, <laughs> well, all right. Sorry, man. All good. He is John Sacenti <laughs> from the Las Vegas Bowl. John, thanks for giving us a yeah, few minutes this for the morning. Few. We appreciate it.
1: Guys, thanks for all you do. And uh, keep your fingers crossed. We're, we're almost there. And uh, hopefully I'll see you at Allegiant tomorrow.
0: See you.
2: Nope. And get,
0: get my swag. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> so there's John Sacenti from the Las Vegas Bowl. It is, uh, yeah, I mean, for, for people that. You know, run bowl games. Oh, it's,
0: this Damn. is hell. And the,
3: the other part is it's all happened in the last two to three weeks. Right. Like we had an entire college football season, and I don't not a single game got canceled, right? I don't believe so. I don't think we had one cancellation through the entire regular season of college football.
2: I think also, um, I don't know how many. No, because the, a lot, some got canceled before Texas A&M seemed to get canceled two minutes after they accepted the bid. <laughs> but some of these, you know, the Boise one, the athletic director said, look. I thought they deserved to go home for Christmas. I I thought they had earned the right to go home for Christmas, and they came back and had a ton of 30 positive tests, and obviously they had to cancel the Arizona Bowl. I don't know if that happened to UCLA, um, but you had, a, you had a North Carolina State kid tweet yesterday, a player saying, we've been preparing for five weeks. We've been in a hotel for for a week. We stayed home. From, we, we were away from our families for Christmas yeah. in a hotel room, and five hours before the game, they cancel us, and that's not right. I think you...
3: If you're UCLA and NC State or if you're any two teams playing in a bowl game, I think you have to make the decision together whether or not your kids are going home for right. Christmas or not. Because that's like if right. you're an NC State player and you like made the decision. And you had to stay in a team, hotel room is Christmas. They made the decision. Yeah, we're we're not going letting you go home for Christmas because we want you to be safe effectively. Right. But the other team did go home for Christmas. Yeah, that's pretty brutal. Which by the way, if I'm a kid, if I'm a player, I think I'd rather go home for Christmas than play in a bowl
0: game.
2: Then, oh, than actually play in the game. I, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I've had some friends who played in bowl games, and they still, like, it's it's apparently, it's an experience. It, it's, it's a once-in-a-lifetime type thing. Might depend wow. on the swag bag. That is exactly <laughs> what <laughs> I am <laughs> saying. What are you giving me? That is
2: exactly what I am saying. If go to Christmas or not. One of my um,
0: friends got an iPod
2: Nano. Yeah.
3: Could be, it could be the 10 items you take on a loan. You get a watch, <laughs> you don't
2: get a oh. watch. You get, get an iPad. Either, you, know, you get a pot. Oh, the you get real You get a sleeping bag with a the logo bag. and you get a the, the ball game yes, on it. Yes, and a knife. And everything has the logo on it. Yeah,
3: Or you get like a tablet and a PlayStation 5 and all this other great stuff. You mean at home? No, I'm saying like it depends on what the sla- swag is. If the swag oh, is like a knife. If the swag
2: is like the PS5s and all that, I'm staying. If it's the pot, I'm going home and hoping they get me a PS5 <laughs> and it's under the tree. And either, when I get, either t- way I get one.
0: We need to get, so what, what you're saying is next year, Ed, I need to get you a knife, a pot, <laughs> and uh, 50 meters of paracord. Whatever paracord is. It's There parasha- was something else, a gill net. That one, I don't know.
3: Something used for fishing, because you're not allowed to take more than one so that you have a better chance of fishing. But I'm guessing it's a net you can put in the water and help fish get caught in it. Is context See, clues. and what I was
0: thinking is it's one of those nets that you, when you've got the fish because you can't actually like I, I doubt anyone's making a real yeah like you you've pulled the, the fish yeah. with the net
3: put him in the net yeah that might make some sense too. so that was a loud outro music yeah my bad uh by the way a lot con- of music today congratulations job, to Scott and Jimmy uh they won tickets I don't know who won what Scott, Scott won-, won
0: tickets to see David
3: Lee Roth all right Scott's going to see David Lee Roth Jimmy won the Golden Knights tickets earlier in the show We have
0: more David Lee Roth tickets tomorrow? Uh We're We're playing another game tomorrow? Yes, we are. And I'm cutting off the intro so that way you don't... Just the music. Just the the lyrics. Just the lyrics
3: tomorrow. That's not so. You act like I'm going to remember anything we played today on the show. Oh, it's going to be almost the same songs.
0: You think I'm going to (laughs) remember any of them? Well, if it's going to be the same songs,
2: guess Hagar a lot and we're going to get at least least caller number five.
0: (laughs) Well, no. What we're going to be playing is Poison or Motley Crue or something. It's going to be like, is this Van Halen or not?
2: Okay, that's better. Yeah. That's better. Caller zero.
0: Uh, no, I did great today. I got, like, we got up to nine.
3: I you think I'm well. responsible you for, like, well. seven of those. Kevin Krueger got one. Kevin Krueger got one. Jason Fitz got yeah. one. Killed it.